Hey y'all, it's me Audrey and welcome back to my podcast. It has been a long time since I've done one of these, but you see I've been in college and that's a whole podcast for itself. So I'm going to get into that in another episode, but I just wanted to wish you guys all a happy late Thanksgiving. I am so blessed for each and every one of you and Thanksgiving is such a great time to just thank God for all that he has given you and everything that is in your life and all the ups and downs and and to just thank God for for everything that he's done to make you who you are and take you to the point to make you to the place you are today. And on that note, I am here with my with my cousin Stephanie Say hey. Hello. And we are going to be, what are we going to be doing today? I, I don't know. Apparently I'm asking <laughs> you questions. We're going to do a questionnaire. All right. So uh, I'll start off by asking you, you a few questions. Okay. okay. All right. What's your name? Stephanie. How old are you? Uh, ooh, I'm 33. She's a youngin. <laughs> and where are you from? I'm from Maine. She's from Maine. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Um, I manage my hip-hop artist husband, and I am starting a digital marketing business. Yeah, look at that. A lady who's got it together. (laughs) Not exactly, but, you know, we're trying. How would you rate your trip so far? My trip to North Carolina? Yeah. Uh, Fabo. Is that on the scale? Fabo, I love that. Fabo, would that be mm-hmm. like a 500 out of 10? Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. All the right. food. The food. The company. The company. The weather. The weather. It's been cold, though. Yeah, but it's been sunny every day. You have a, you got, you got a point. Snaps for that. We appreciate the sunniness. Snaps for that. Yeah. Snaps for mm-hmm. that. You got a point. You got a point. Yeah. Yeah. Um... What's been, like, your favorite thing so far? Um, I think just hanging out with my cousins. Aww. Embarrassing them a little bit. That's me and my brothers, by the way. We were talking about everyone when they were babies earlier. Yeah. That was especially embarrassing. Apparently I was a joy to be around. (laughs) (laughs) She's laughing. You were all pretty cute, but you could be a little bit evil. Huh? (laughs) Share this. Hold on, hold on. What? Well, I think, as I recall, what it was was that Audrey is the youngest in the family. And, um, you know, she was cute and doted upon. And I think she knew that she was cute and doted upon. And so she kind of deployed the cuteness strategically. Oh, yeah. You know? I knew what I was doing. Yeah. I don't know if that was evil, necessarily. No, not, not really evil, evil. You sound like I'm like... Just like a little mischievous. Mischievous? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't quite remember that. Well, you were very young, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, what is one piece of advice that you could have for me? Well, let's see. So you're in college right now. And I think the best things that I did in college were putting myself in, like, slightly uncomfortable situations that I knew I was going to, like, meet new different people and learn new different things. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. So just, like, keep an open mind and try new things? Yeah. 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 I like that. 
fell off. I mean, I'm not saying like do things that make you uncomfortable in like a bad way, but like do things that like maybe give you a little bit of stomach butterflies and you're like, I don't know how I'm supposed to act in this with this group of people who are new to me or what to do in this new place or, you know, just go for it. Do you have a story to tell about that? Um, well, ha, one of my best friends in college, I met on the, I guess it was the walk for diabetes. Ooh. And I honestly don't remember how I even ended up there because it's, yeah, I just did somehow. I think maybe, maybe I, I don't know, someone I knew said, hey, I'm going to this. Would you like to go to? And I did. And I met my friend Samina there. Um, And she was, she's uh, Muslim and she was fasting for Ramadan. And I was like, hold on. You're like walking all day long and you aren't drinking any water? Dang. What? That Um, sounds crazy. Yeah. And so we had this wonderful conversation the whole time. And then she introduced me to her friends and... I was studying the Middle East, and so I got to meet people who were practicing Muslims and have, like, a personal, like, experience, you know, yeah, with that part of Middle Eastern culture. Well, it's not only Middle Eastern culture, right? But, yeah. Yeah, because, like, because you grew up Christian, though, right? Sort of. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, I grew up in a Christian environment, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that was, like, kind of, like, outside of your comfort zone, too. Because they were Muslim, so Definitely. you were able to, like, get... That's so cool, because you are able to get, like, the cultural, yeah. like, sort of perspective and mm-hmm. sort of see, like, a different side of things. That's really awesome. Yeah. And not just read about it in books. But yeah. Have, you know, know Live people it. and see what it meant to them, like, what what their faith meant to them. For sure. That's so yeah. cool, because you're, like... I've, honestly, I think that's, like, mostly, like, what college is about, is about, like, meeting mm-hmm. new people and getting to know, like, who they are and seeing, like, the way college is. Mm-hmm. Like a different, like just to be able to see who people actually are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you hear about them, but now you're actually like physically seeing them. Right, and and you and college is a wonderful time to like, mm, kind of get outside of your comfort zone and your like typical group, and and because you can be whoever you want to be, and you can, you know, everyone's like that at that point. Yeah. So that everyone's more open. Yeah. More of like a start over. Mm-hmm. With like who you are. You can like really create who you are mm-hmm. in a whole new place. Yeah. That's really cool. And one of the great things that I learned um, from that group of people, I learned there was this whole like amazing interfaith uh, movement happening in the Boston area. Really? What's that? Well, people from different faiths getting together and doing like these amazing service projects together like doing things to improve their neighborhoods oh wow yeah that's so cool yeah well unity right there i'll talk about loving loving every everybody yeah Yeah. love love love. (laughs) yeah but it was really inspiring for me because um you know there's like there's a lot of people doing wonderful things through their churches or their, you know, whatever place of worship. And there's a lot of people doing cool things through their, like, just for their communities and, you know, in a secular sense. But it was really cool to see people from different faiths who are being motivated by their faith ideals. Wow. But managing to merge those 
those things together yeah. from different kind of points of view and like all the energy that that kind of generated to do wonderful things. All the love. I think it all yeah. just stems from like a love mm-hmm. that they have. Yeah. yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Now, okay, so now you actually, mm-hmm. you taught over in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, tell them all about that. This is actually <laughs> really cool. Well, my first, my first job out of college was teaching um, mostly history at a boarding school in northern Somalia. So um, it's called Somaliland, and it's not a UN-recognized country, but it does have its own democratically elected government and whatnot. Um, not everyone knows that, so I, I like to explain it. <laughs> um, so that was a wonderful experience, and the students who I taught there have gone on to, like, study at, like, Harvard and MIT and, like, go back to their country and, like, start, like, solar farms and, like, wow. improve agriculture, and, like, they're amazing, and they blow my mind. <laughs> That's so good. cool. Are you still in touch with them? Some of them, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. Was so, it, how many years did you teach? I was there for two years. There for two years. And mm-hmm. how many... You, I know you taught, like, different places, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and then I went... I came back home, and I uh, tried to find jobs, and I had a hard time because it was still the recession. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 2012 was fun. Good times. Good and, there was good music then. Yeah. I'll give you that. There, was there? Yeah, like... <laughs> like what? Bruno Mars? Oh. Uh, oh, don't hit him. Bruno. Zach's a Bruno Mars fan. I'm not <laughs> that much. You don't like Bruno? He's really an incredible musician. But Pitbull. Just... Pitbull was pretty big, though. Oh, Pitbull. I love Pitbull. <laughs> Pitbull. He's pretty good. He's pretty... I lo- I'm a big Bruno gal, though. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to what you were saying. Yeah. I didn't realize that those are 2012 things. That's yeah. interesting that you know sure. that and I don't. I love them. Probably because I was not going out and doing fun things at that time. I was just going, Ugh. I wasn't either. I was going yeah. to school. Yeah. I wasn't doing fun things. No. I was in school. So, yeah. <laughs> so then one of the people who I worked with in Somaliland got a job in Yemen. And he said, oh, you should come here. And I went to Yemen for nine months and oh. I taught English to adults. Like, business people and stuff so cool yeah they were super sweet uh we used to go bowling and like they opened a skating rink while i was there i think like ice skating or roller skating i think it was the first skating rink in yemen oh my gosh and like we took our all of our students out to the skating rink and they were like all these like you know like businessmen and they've got those little things yeah. to push in front of you and their <laughs> kid to like not fall yeah. over and they're all like running into each oh other and gosh. like laughing and it was great oh <laughs> yeah that's so funny mm-hmm. yeah I, I remember using those I I tried to use one um last winter but mm-hmm. I was told I wasn't allowed to. What? Because you're too, you're too old. It, it, too it might have been embarrassing, maybe. I don't know. They might actually be too small, because usually they make them very small. Yeah, and they come very small, mm-hmm. and I, I was forced to learn how to skate that. What's wrong with skating? It was, I felt a lot. Yeah, it's, I think it's the type of thing that, like, the older that you get, the taller that you get, yeah. the scarier it is, because the longer you have to fall. <laughs> Ooh. I love yeah. that. 
So all these businessmen are skating around they're with their little around. Uh, with their little walkers preparing for <laughs> <Yeah>. the elderly. Preparing <laughs> yeah. for the little like retirement homes. It was adorable. Yeah. Was so and so then I left there and I went to Lebanon where I lived for two years and wow. I worked at I worked at an evangelical school there. Actually. Ooh. It was like a British run um school up in the mountains behind Beirut and like the students came from, like, all the different groups in Lebanon. Okay, so we have now been interrupted by Stephanie's husband, Zach. Zach, say hello. Hello. Zach is a pretty popular rapper. Um, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> to, um, to talk kind about, tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I am... a plug for yourself. I am a Syrian hip-hop artist. I rap in Arabic. That's my first language. And I've been doing it for about 20 years. Wow. Yeah, he, he's from Syria, too. Right? Yep. How is life in Syria? Um, at the moment, it's not very great. Was that a was or an is? Was. Was, it was okay, but not very great. So, no. Yeah, for a music like uh for a music career it's not the best especially something like a hip-hop music it's not very well known culturally yeah how would you compare it to america is it better yeah yeah <laughs> how's um, i'm sorry go ahead no you're good uh, america is a little bit better like you can find some support for art yes definitely but um it's not a lot better because i mean i rap in arabic again so that's a barrier a little bit. Yeah. Is is I'm bet I'm guessing the food is better back mm-hmm. over. Back yeah, I mean yeah. Syrian food is the best. Oh yeah. He he's made some of it. It's really good, guys. So I remember Audrey especially enjoying the uh yogurt drink. Okay, you know what? Actually <laughs> that still haunts me to this day. And I need to describe this. Okay, so uh, backstory real quick. So there was so he had made this yogurt drink, right? And at the time, our dishwasher was not working. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, do you guys not? You guys haven't heard the explanation behind this. Possibly I think not. Mom said so, or Aunt Linda. I'm not sure. The glass was dirty. Oh, okay. So basically, I <laughs> oh, yeah. the glass was dirty, and I was like, "Mom, mom, like she's about to pour this thing into like to serve it to like our guests," and I was trying to save her from hostess humiliation. And, like, and I was, like, mom, mom, like, hello. She's, like, huh? And I'm, like, the glass. And then they, they mistakened it as me, like, talking about the drink. Well, it wasn't what you were saying. It was the face that went along with what you were saying. Because there was, no, it was the nastiest was, thing. No, 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 not the yogurt drink. of sheer horror. But no, no, it was, like, it was, like, the dish hadn't even gone through the dishwasher. That's what it looked oh. like. So that's why I was, like. No. Yeah. I, wish, I wish people on the podcast can see the face because they were like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I made this terrible drink for Audrey. She hates me forever. <laughs> and that's how I felt. I felt so bad. I no and everyone like also it was really good yeah but also you have jeremy and Ken, and we're like sitting there very awkwardly looking and like what is They're, this they <laughs> they are awkward to begin with um those are my brothers um <laughs> we're nothing alike uh they're very they're quiet and i'm not um no but you see i uh, that's why i didn't want my mom to pour it into the dirty glass mm-hmm. the drink was amazing Wait, wait, so you were looking at the glass she was going to pour it yes. into? Yes, yes. 
yeah. not the picture not itself. the picture itself the glass she was pouring it into and so therefore because i literally it had like mold or something in it and i was like ew like oh. yeah well i understand now why you made that face and you know what this is like this was like a few years ago and i've like i've thought about this multiple times throughout like the well, past so years well i was thinking about that oh. I felt so guilty. I was like, oh my god, I made everyone feel terrible. <laughs> no! By traditional drink that we make in No! Sleep. Okay, but then you also felt really sorry for yourself because you thought that everyone didn't appreciate all the food you made. Well, that's how I felt, the vibe. I mean, Audrey made that face and everyone was quiet and awkward and he was like, how do we eat uh, this? Everyone was, uh, like, was like, it's just eat it the way you want. It was, a, it was a huge miscommunication and it was a whole big thing. But I promise you, I wasn't hating on the drink. I was hating on like my my nasty dishwasher skills, um, well, and trying to you. help help it. So I think I think it was Mimi who was about to have the glass too. Oh, that Mimi's course. my grandmother. So that was a. I was like, she's gonna flip it if she sees this, like oh, yeah. like the dirt. And I was like, oh, so that's I apologize. You don't have to apologize. I mean, I apologize because I felt like I did something. Yeah, no, I I felt bad too. I honestly, I still feel bad to this day. I'm like, I hope he knows that the drink was really good, and that I wasn't hating on the drink. I was hating on the dishwashing skills of the dishwasher. Well, I didn't think that you hated on a drink as much as you were like surprised. Like, what is this? This thick <laughs> white drink. Ew, that's how I felt. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was pretty good though. I, I will say, I just I will say that the dishwasher has been replaced since mm, then. It has. Uh, it has. Yeah, a very fancy dishwasher now. <sighs> I, I, um, I don't yeah. know. The, I mean, the drink <laughs> is like it, because I was surprised because it is pop. It's like lassi. So lassi is very popular in America too. People what's know that? what's lassi. Lassi not, is not uh, me. Um, <laughs> well, in India they make like a yogurt drink is it like like daniels so no, sometimes it's usually sweet <laughs> mostly no. they make it with mango <laughs> like mango lassi with and yogurt it's so it's like a yogurt you eat yogurt with mango you know like you mix yeah yogurt with mango yeah. sometimes like cottage sheet <laughs> but they blend it yeah. and it, it's like a drink so it tastes yeah. very good so is it like a, a, like a smoothie, smoothie bowl is it like a yeah. smoothie it's sort of like a smoothie, but it's usually but, a bit less thick Right. Yeah, it's not that thick as a smoothie, but it's like a so, liquidated smoothie. Yeah, so that one they have that yeah. the one that I made too. They have salty lassi, so it is like they have it the same, but it doesn't have anything sugary in it. It's just yogurt and salt. Actually, there's another I like sugar drink. though. So Sorry. you ever have the salty sweet combination? So in India, I remember when we lived there, they had there was this like kind of fancy line of beverages that came in like pouches Ooh. and um but you could tell that they were like a little bit fancy but they were sort of like traditional beverages and one of them was like a refresher drink and it was made out of like salt sugar and cumin how is that supposed to be refreshing and that sounds horrible and it kind of was horrible but it was refreshing oh i remember that yeah. that was good really? yeah yeah that yeah. was actually good i was i yeah. was suspicious of that but yeah. they didn't make the face that you made oh uh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was a good one yeah so i i try because i love cumin and cumin is like my mm. favorite spice so and india is very famous also with cumin so mm. i was like yeah and actually that's what we got it in syria i think for, through the silk road from east asia yeah you gross. got it like straight off the silk road yeah well 
No, I mean like like the way like he's talking about oh. how Cuman ended up in oh. the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, because I knew India was a big spice. Yeah. Center. Well, I don't thing. know. Was was India where spices were? Because I yeah. like they always talk about the spice islands, and that really meant more like. Well, Malaysia. That's what Columbus was looking for. He's looking for the real India, not what he calls here India. Yeah. Like he was looking for India, looking for spices, and then he got lost, and then he found this land, and he found the Native American, and he just called them Indians. Well, he was looking for the the Indies, and he didn't really know what he was looking for. Yeah. He was like, oh, some people came back from some islands with some cool spices. Oh, so it wasn't yeah. India. Actually. I want to get rich getting those. So I'm not even sure it was India. That well, he was even thinking of. But I mean, yeah, but he looking for He's that stupid. island with the spices, which is yeah, which is India. So the real everybody makes mistakes. But he didn't find it. He got lost. Everybody has yeah, those days. Like other islands like Sri Lanka and like Malaysia. Yeah, but like he's, I'm talking like in that, you know, well, that region. Yeah. We'll ask my AP world history teacher. We better. His name is Mr. Walker. He's pretty swag clearly don't know what we're talking about very much. I don't know. You guys are here like, he didn't know what he was doing. Well, he didn't. Well, I mean, who <laughs> does know what he did? He went in the complete opposite direction. I mean, yeah, but even historians. Who He's does, a Baldwin. Who for sure knows what he did? Like, mm-hmm. nobody knows. Everything has been written. Like, it's not, there's for all no we record know, of it, like a video or. Well, that's For all we know, he could have been fake. And somebody like kid named Josh over there in like Michigan may, may have like, wrote about him like yay years ago and said hey this guy named christopher columbus that's his name sounds dope and then they say like sailed the ocean blue in 1492 is that it <laughs> yeah that sounds pretty familiar yeah i, I feel like i feel like it, it could have been some kid who was like eh, this sounds good it's made it for paper and they were like you know <laughs> i don't i don't think that that's what it was but like with any history like, we don't have, like, you know, we have evidence. documents, and we have to put yeah. the evidence together and measure how accurate, how not accurate, but, like, how, you know, reliable the evidence that we have is, and try to mm-hmm. piece the story together. And it's not always black and white. In fact, it's usually not very black and white. He should have definitely vlogged it, though. Like, if you're going to sail the ocean blue, you better Duh. vlog it. But the thing you know? is, like, like I, I, I always, like, I question myself, is like... How nobody tracks his relatives? Like, I'm sure he oh. had some, like, you know, like, until today, there's, mm-hmm. you know, like, Christopher Columbus was their great, 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 great grandfather, oh. you know? But, like, we don't have a track of that. If we do have a track of that, then everything, like, oh, problem solved. We can track this history of this family. That's a they're... very Arab way of looking at history, and I love it. <laughs> there's some culture. It's very into their genealogy. Yeah, like knows where your family comes from or what. My family's yeah. from Germany. Yeah, I mean. Oh well, yeah. Guten Tag. What about your dad's? I'm in German class, by the way. My dad is from German Germany too. Really? I'm eighty percent German. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Weird. One hundred percent Syrian. Ich bin ich bin Deutsch. I guess I'm like a quarter German. Hmm. Mm. 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 Isn't it interesting that we could be so similar and yet so different? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Sure, sure. And then there's him. You know, we love him, though. We love him, though. We're glad that you met him. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Um, I should leave. You're embarrassing me. I'm just kidding. Oh, (laughs) what? I'm just kidding. 
Zach's being um, awkward. Um. Okay, but I, I just want to um, point something out. Is that Zach wants to be called a sassy now. Yeah. I'm changing my name. Because it's... Uh, that's my stage name, and that's what everybody calls me in Lebanon. So. A little sassy ASMR here. <laughs> you have to tell her the story when you asked about me between my friends and what? nobody know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. What? Well, in Beirut, like when I first met him, um, everybody in the city knew him as a sassy. And uh, you're like, uh, is it who? Yeah. And I, I always called him Zach. And sometimes I would ask his friends, like, where's Zach? And they'd be like, where's who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I you was thought, like, oh, yeah, where's his sassy? So for the longest time, you probably thought like, this guy's lying to me. He's oh, telling no. me his name's Zach. Like, homeboy. Well, actually, she... I understood it as his stage name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, she actually believed that because she didn't know... She didn't think that I'm lying to her because she saw me as first time. She came to one of my shows and she saw me as a sassy. Mm-hmm. So she didn't know my real name the first time I met her. Yeah. Wait, so, how, so how'd you... Tell me the story about how you guys met. Like, like who walked up to who... Oh my god, she was a, a groupie. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. She's not a groupie. Nope. She came to one of my shows accidentally. Accidentally? Accidentally? That was a god thing right there. Well, I mean, it, it, someone invited you. The like, Lord put the two together. I, the Lord put her in this bar. I had just <laughs> I had just moved to Lebanon from Yemen. She found herself in the my bar. friends like back in Yemen who was this American guy who was studying English you there him? at the academy. What? Do you have a crush on him? No. All right. That Wait, made, that him? Made, no, I'm a Lebanon American dude. No. no. Okay. I must say that would have made him a, lot, a, little, a, little, a little spice it up. No. No. And anyway, he had a friend who, uh, who was also going to Lebanon to study Arabic at the same time that I was going there. So he was like, oh, you two should meet each other so that you will have a friend. Right? expats do this we're like oh i know a person who's going to the place that you're going to yeah. you you guys should be friends like maybe it works out maybe it doesn't but we like to connect each other wait so you guys met in so my friend from well my not my american friend who i met in yemen uh introduced me to his american friend who was going to lebanon at the same time and so i met doug in what in country? Lebanon, and Doug was staying down oh. the street from where Zach used to work at a place, yeah, and uh, would uh, go uh, there for lunch. Bear. Yeah, he comes to a lunch every day, and he practices Arabic with me. Yeah, so that's how really? I know Doug. Yeah, uh-huh. and I speak to him, and then I told him I have a show. Would mm-hmm. you like to come to my show? Oh. And he was like, Yeah, definitely. So he was interested. Yeah. I invited him, and then he invited Steph. Yeah, so he invited me, and like other my friends from the school that i had just made and so we we came to the show down in beirut and when we got there it was almost full it was a small place but it was almost completely full and the only table that was big enough for us was literally on the stage (laughs) what so we literally sat on the stage she was like this far from (laughs) me like rapping and she's like yeah you're like <laughs> I watched this incredible performance with like live instruments, and then Zach would come out and rap, and I was like, "What is this? And why is it so good?" 
And then um, we got connected on Facebook later. Really? And I sent him a Facebook message. What'd you say? I asked him if he knew of any, like, open mic nights in Beirut because I was interested in picking my guitar back up again. And he said, well, let's talk about it over a glass of wine. You did not. Yes, that's what he I did. said. Over a I, glass I said, of wine? Would you like to talk about it over a glass of wine? And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, sure. And we didn't have a <laughs> glass of wine, actually. We went to have a beer, and I, I came... I, both of us, we thought we were so weird the first time we dated each other. Well, he came in with his with, fez and a giant keyboard <laughs> on <laughs> foot. Yeah, on foot with a giant keyboard on my shoulder, and I put it on. Yeah, let's have it. And we had Almaza, I remember. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And, yeah, we, and I thought she was, like, loud and weird, and she thought that I'm super weird, too. And we went to this show, open mic, after words and mm-hmm. there was an album release so i rapped and she was with her friends and it was like very busy night mm-hmm. then we got invited to an after party and that's when we hang out with each other mm-hmm. and we started from there oh wait that's so cute yeah. all right and then did you ask her like on a date like did you did, and were you it like ooh, ooh la la this well, man we were just like seeing each other we didn't name it or you know, label it. You're until, just... like, at some point, one time I was with her, I remember, and she was like, this is my boyfriend, Zach. And I was like, oh, I am her boyfriend, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it was like, it feels like, yeah, I'm of- it's official. I was like, this is my girlfriend, Stephanie. Mm. Aww. And that's how it got official. That's, and how, like, how long did you guys date until you guys got engaged? Uh, well... See, the thing is that we introduced our friends to each Who other. Who came to the show with her, and to my show. Yes, and they got engaged within, like, three months of wow. knowing each other. And then Zach was like, can we get engaged? And I was like, no. Yeah. She was like, don't Stephanie even marriage. try. She was like, marriage. yeah, don't try to propose. Don't try to do something stupid. And I was like, okay, fine. and then uh, once i got the green light from her that i can propose Mm -hmm. then i prepared the propose and i remember that i remember your proposal i i had just heard this i was like who is this dude (laughs) i was like ah i should like because like wrong i was like i wonder who stephanie's gonna end up marrying did you like see the the pictures yeah oh heavens i got the pictures of the candles yeah uh, well, there's a video too. Yeah, right? uh, yeah, I saw the video. Yeah. And though. you can hear in the video, my best friend is like, "Say no, Steph." <laughs> and I'm, I'm on my knee with him, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like marry me, yeah, please. Uh, I remember the song that I played too by BB mm-hmm. King and what's the other artist? It's called "I Wanna Marry You." Mm-hmm. Uh, what, it's a blues song. Like, I wanna marry you. <laughs> I like Bruno. I heard you like Bruno. Oh, Bruno yeah. Mars, yeah. yeah. He's I one of my Bruno. favorite artists. We should and bop also Anderson Pack. I like Anderson Pack. No, 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 They're no. doing a song uh, album together now. They actually released the album. It sounds very good. What? Uh, I love it. Love it's it. the best album ever. You'd probably like it too. I probably would like it too. I don't know. I haven't actually. Anderson Pack is a drummer and a singer too. He have a tiny desk concert. I I bet Bruno Mars have tiny desk. Didn't he do one? I'm sure he has, yeah. He should. I should watch it. It would be very interesting if he did. Hmm. Tiny desk, Bruno Mars. All right. Well, 
I'm so glad that we had this conversation. And I love each and every one of these people, Stephanie and Zach. And I'm so blessed to have them in my life. But we time to end the conversation, sadly. Mm-hmm. Well, we love you, too. And we will talk to you guys later. But for now, I hope you guys have a great night and we love you.